Hey there, Waymakers. I'm Erica, and I'm here with... Noelle. We are so excited to bring you episode number two of the Waymaker Coaching Podcast. We are your partner in business, leadership, and life coaching. You know, Noelle, a lot has changed in the last few years. Yeah. Right? And today we're going to talk to our listeners about what we're seeing in the world of coaching and what we're hearing from our clients. Yeah. Um, Um, So I'm just curious. Are you ready to make a way? Yes. I was born ready. All right. Well, let's jump in. Well, you know, Erica, it's funny that you say that because, yes, a lot has changed. And I think it's really impacting a lot of people's mindsets. I really do. And so I kind of want to touch on that a little bit. But before we touch on mindset, I really want us to pull a definition because I think that the world is feeding us all of this information like, oh, and you need you, you need a better mindset here. And this is how you train your mindset. And this is how you, you know, affirmations and all the things, right? But what is mindset, right? We don't. There's we a don't lot know. of noise, right, in yeah. our in our heads and in our world. And what does it actually mean? And how does it show up for us? Yeah. So um, I pulled a definition. I of think, course you did. I think you're gonna like it. <laughs> I mean, when I read this, it was it was powerful. So um, the dictionary actually defines mindset as the established set of attitudes held by someone. Wow. Yeah. Like so. We say that say that again. The established set of attitudes held by someone. Here's what stuck out to me. Someone. Which means that mindset is individual and it's held by one person. So it's literally your attitudes. You're Define a, your mindset. Uh-huh. Or impact your mindset mm-hmm. or both. I know. It blew my mind. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, something else I've been seeing is that sometimes our clients really aren't fully aware if, you know, when I ask them a question like, you know, looking at the rest of this year or looking at the next 12 months, do you feel that your biggest growth opportunity is in your mindset or in your skill set? Because sometimes it's both, right? And sometimes they're able to, they think, easily identify right away, I need to work on my mindset or I need to work on my skill set. And yet what I'm seeing is that some of them aren't sure. Well, and some of them think it's a a skill set issue because they're so focused on, you know, whatever industry they're in, they're so focused on like, oh, well, so-and-so is better at contracts than I am. Or so-and-so can explain a 2-1 buy-down better than I can. Or they're more knowledgeable about numbers or they're more knowledgeable about words. And so you get in these environments and you only focus on like, they're better at that than me. And they're, they're talking or they're, they're surrounded by skills. They're watching people's skill set. You can't see somebody's mindset. You can't. And, you know, something else I heard recently, too, was um, you've heard of the miracle morning or starting, yeah. your, starting your day off on the right foot, yeah. reading something, listening to something good. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Is that, is that going to last me throughout the day? No, no. So, and that's the thing, like, people think, that, you know, I taught a class uh, this last week uh, with, with a bunch of ladies. It was so good. And, you know, one of the ladies was like, so when do we get to our affirmations? Like she was, she was ready for the affirmations because the, the class was all about confidence and mindset, right? And um, it, was, it was a super awesome class. And yet their expectations were that I was going to teach them some new affirmations. Or I don't even know what their expectations were, but that's, that's the vibe that I got. And, you know, one of the things that I told them in the class was, 
you know, affirmations are great and you can say that in the morning and it feels really good. And then you walk out your front door and you are, you are bombarded with negativity or the opposite of whatever you just affirmed. And it's, it's so interesting that the negative will always be louder than the positive in our world. And so that's, that's what you do. You say these affirmations, I am beautiful. I am strong. I can sell a house or whatever it is, you know. And like these people are saying these things. And then the second they're met with a question from a client or they, they get in a class and somebody else is, you know, doing exponentially better than them. Or their day takes a turn, right? Yeah. Traffic was a little heavier this morning than I expected. Uh, yeah. And I'm late for my meeting. Yeah. And, oh, I can't do this. Or I should just cancel. Or, I, you know, I should run. Whatever it is. But, you know, so you get into these mindsets or whatever. And you say these affirmations. But they are so temporary. And you have to have a plan in place, I think. You can correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I think you have to have a plan in place to keep that mindset consistent. A plan in place, but also habits. I think I think habits play into Maybe that. that's a better word. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, you can plan to have habits or know yeah. what your habits are that it can impact your mindset throughout the day. No, I, I agree. And so for me, mindset is an all-the-time thing. Like, I can be working on a skill or I could be going to this class to get great at social media or going to this class to learn about contracts or whatever it is that I'm doing. But all throughout that class, I have to have mindset in action. I have to keep my mindset under control in, in driving, in eating lunch with a client, in doing a podcast, you know, all the things like I have to have mindset at the, at the forefront of everything that I do constantly. So give me an example of how you do that. Well, you know, I, I'm very in tune with who I am. That took practice. Are you in tune with who you are? I think so. I think you are. Yeah. I, I feel it. <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm pretty in tune with who I am. And so I can feel the negative vibe kind of creeping in. Well, and, and I'm an empath. Are you an empath? Yeah. I'm probably not as much of an empath as you. Yeah. Um, however, I believe I am as well. It's probably healthier you can, for you, you to not be. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a bit much if we both were quite as extreme. However, um, no, being able to pick up on what others are feeling and thinking and, mm -hmm. you know, reading the room, reading the feelings, the vibe. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so and I I used to be able to to read the vibe of other people way better than I can read the vibe of myself. And in in recent years, probably the past three or four years. Um, I've, I've had to really hone in on that. So I can kind of feel it creeping in and I will literally remove myself. I will go to the bathroom, to take a breather. I will. From the energy? From the energy. Mm -hmm. If it's a negative energy. Sure. Um, if the negative energy is within me, well, I can't really go away from that. And so I have to fix it within myself, but I can't fix it within myself in the room. Um, so I will, you know, step out, go to, go to my office, go to the bathroom, go wherever, I, depending on where I'm at. And I will just take a breather and I will remind myself of who I am. And, you know, everybody does that. Everybody has a different picture of who they are. I remind myself of who I am in Christ. And I also remind myself of what I'm capable of and what I've been empowered to do. And I think that that helps in, in that moment a lot. What do you do? It definitely does. So for me, sometimes it's getting some fresh air, getting mm -hmm. a drink of water. Um, Sometimes I will literally just stop and find 
something positive to read or watch. Um, so whether it's physically getting myself out yeah. of the room and the, the negative or the bad energy um, or mentally needing to just clear my mind for a moment, sometimes yeah. getting a drink of water, going for a walk, getting some fresh air, um, you know, making the mood a little lighter. Like laughter is <laughs> the best, right? So can I, can I share a fun fact with you really you quick? Sure can. I'm not, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I need, I need you to hear this. <laughs> yes. I, need, I need everybody to hear this. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> It is impossible, scientifically impossible, for a human being to be angry while laughing. Angry while laughing or angry and feeling gratitude. Like they, right. those two things can't exist at the same time. So um, speaking of that, gratitude is another way, right? Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so you're feeling your mindset is, is shifting in a direction that you don't want it to go. Well, take a moment, take a walk. Um, change your environment, even if it's for three minutes, if all you have is 30 seconds, it doesn't matter. Think of something you're grateful for. Call someone that you love. Call someone that you're grateful for. Um, Write a thank you card. Call someone. Walk down the hall. Whatever you can do to express gratitude, gratitude and love, that is going to shift your mindset, right? Wait, so I heard you say whatever Whatever negative mindset you're having or whatever mindset that you're having that you don't want to have, are you telling me that your mindset is 1,000% in your control and only your control? Yeah. And didn't you just tell me the dictionary also defines it as an attitude? It is. Yeah. I love that. And I so, love that. So I think, I think in those moments, we have a choice. Mm. And that choice can be staying stuck there. And feeling that way for the rest of the day, the rest of the week, is it possible that that might spill into the rest of the month? Yeah. Is it possible we might bring that home to our family? Yeah. Right? So we can, in that moment, catch ourselves and either stay stuck there, right? Or we can do something about it. And is it going to show up again? Absolutely. Are we going to feel that way again? Absolutely. And yet, in that moment, we can do something about it and shift and pivot it in some type of a way that's positive. I agree. I love that you said that like it, it's a choice because it is a choice. And the fact that it's a choice is empowering. Like I can choose what I eat for lunch today. I like to, I like to eat and it's empowering to know that that's a choice that I have. Yeah. And I think that we, we look at like, I can choose to buy that thing. I can choose to wear that thing. I can choose to hang out and go to that, that party or that event, or I can choose to, and it's empowering to know that we have those choices, but I think that it's a completely different kind of empowerment when we realize that we can actually choose how our day goes. How it goes from that moment on, right? Mm -hmm. Because we can't always stop the traffic. We can't always stop the deal that fell apart. We can't always stop the argument we had with a friend or a spouse, right? And yet we can make a choice of what we do next after that, right? Are we going to shift this in a positive way? What's What's the one thing you can do that is going to make this better or going yeah. to make this different. So just, you know, making those choices, would you say that that's like building a new habit? It is building a new habit. And I think the habit itself maybe starts with a trigger. Like if you're feeling that way or something just blew up, you need something that you're going to do to push yourself towards that. Yeah. So habit. that's your plan, right? That's your plan. You that's have to the- kind of have a, a set plan in place. Like when a happens i'll initiate b and a plus b will equal c and c should be your your attitude will improve 
Yes. Yes. And I think just, just knowing when that happens to you, whether it's a mindset and you know that physically removing yourself helps Mm -hmm. or knowing that getting a drink of water or some fresh air, whatever your go-to is, and maybe you've got a few different ones, like being ready, that's the plan, being Mm -hmm. ready for that because something is going to happen. Something is going to blow up. Um, And just kind of having that plan in place to take action when it does. Yeah. And then getting yourself back on track. Yeah. So, you know, we've we've talked about like a lot has changed and it's really impacted our mindset. I, I want to hear from you, like, what are some of the mindsets that we're seeing in this market? I think we're seeing a lot of fear and uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that comes from our coaching clients. It comes from their clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's there's fear and there's unknown. There's people that have, you know, been in business for years and years. And there's others that have only been in business while, you know, through the pandemic, for yeah. example, and not, not just real estate, any business, right? right. Any business owner, um, even leading your family through it. Oh, yeah, um, that's good. You know, think about how, you know, for those that have kids, how, what their life has looked like over the last couple of years, right? Well, even just like being in school and being out of school and now school looks entirely different. And now there's like this weird hybrid situation where yeah. we're really using like, a lot of technology. Like and- our, our assignments on a Chromebook, are they on right. paper? Are they bold? <laughs> like, can you show me your grades? What's happening, right? Yeah. It's a lot to navigate. And so I think we are, you know, for those that are business owners, for those that are leading a family, for those that are doing both, some are just leading themselves. Mm-hmm. It's been a very um, interesting, few years and so I think we're seeing fear I think I think we're seeing uncertainty and then I think some people also have a false sense of everything's been great so it's going to keep being great Mm -hmm. and I don't need to do anything different right and so so would that be denial it could be denial um yeah yeah, maybe not a strong awareness of Mm -hmm. how they're needing to constantly grow mindset and skill set to keep moving forward and keep growing right because that's the one constant thing in life is things will always change. Yep. Yeah, we touched on that a little bit in the class this last week, right? And we were talking about um, how change is inevitable and how do, you, how do you approach change? How do you handle change? How does change impact you? And what is your plan for when things change? Um, and how, how much that changes your attitude toward change, right? So, and, and you said, like, we're seeing a lot of fear. Fear is an attitude. Absolutely. It's, I, fear can be an emotion, but for me, I really believe that fear is more of an attitude than a feeling because fear is, and I don't, I didn't look up this definition, so don't be mad at me. Um, this is my definition of fear, but to me, fear is more the, the self doubt in action, but the action is really inaction. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, essentially what you're saying is that fear makes you freeze. Fear makes yeah. you stuck, right? It, right? it can. It can make you stuck. Right. It can make you freeze. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can cause you to not take any action, to not make any choices. Yeah. And so one of the things that I, that I was, you know, kind of leaning heavily on is when we have that attitude creep in or when we have the mindset of self-doubt or fear and that creeps in, it can paralyze us. And one of the things, and this is where mindset and skill set go hand in hand, I believe. Uh, You can always correct me if I'm wrong or if you have a different opinion, but this is where mindset and skill set come hand in hand. When your mindset causes you to freeze in fear, that's when you need to lean heavily on your skill set. 
and you need to use the confidence you have in your skill set to get your mindset back where it needs to be. So you're saying when you know when you know how to do something, you have a skill, um, use that to push you forward instead right. of allowing your mindset to hold you back. Right. Like lean, lean on what you do know. Lean on the experience you do have. Lean on what you are clear about and be prepared. And lean on all of those things and you will fix your mindset. Your attitude will change. That fear will slowly dissipate. So how do you do that consistently over time, right? Because it might be easy in the moment to rely on a skill set and allow that to push me forward. And then guess what? Fear creeps back in. Yep. Yeah. And Doubt I'm, creeps back in. Yeah. And I'm glad that you said consistently over time because that's huge. Uh, mindset is something that you do consistently over time. And, and it's, not, it's not just something that you can do in the morning. So consistently over time, the way that you do that is you continue to take action in the areas that you know that you need to take action. So when you're talking about getting rid of fear or um, we could even call it maybe boosting your confidence, right? You need to make sure that you're, you have clarity around what, what's happening or what just happened, right? You need to have clarity around the situation. You have to have the details right. And you have to constantly make sure that you're clear on not only what's, what's going on, but what's to come as well. And then you need to constantly seek knowledge, constantly seek knowledge. Now that can creep in and, and have an, a, a negative effect as well, um, because then you lean too much on knowledge. Uh, but you have to constantly seek knowledge because when you, when you are gaining knowledge, it, it builds that confidence in you, right? And it, it, it will automatically dissipate that fear because you can lean on that. But you also have to seek new experiences. That is, and in and of itself, that is like the antithesis of fear. I'm going to go seek this new experience and I'm going to do it because I need it. And you can lean on that experience later when your mindset kind of starts to change. And you have to stay prepared. I, I think that you have to stay prepared. For me, when I know what to expect, when I know what's coming or when I can look ahead and I have, I have my pretty little schedule or my time block or whatever we're talking about, uh, when I'm prepared, I'm at peace. And so, so you, have to be, you have to stay clear all the time. How do you gain that clarity, though? Know the facts. You have to, you have to know what's, especially if we, if we want to tie it to this market, mm -hmm. you have to understand how we got here. How do we get here? What were the characteristics that got us to this place? And, and how, how is that beneficial for some? How is this a market that people want to capitalize on? And how is this not the time? For other people, you know, and, and you, you have to have clarity around that situation. If you're in fear of a, in a relationship, if you're in fear in a relationship, you have to have clarity about where that fear is coming from. And you have to understand the details surrounding that, because if you have clarity, you know what you're looking for. And is it possible that when you have really great people in your world, you know, and or a coach, right, that right. can ask you those questions and help pull that out of you? Because I think sometimes and maybe this comes from fear, maybe this just comes from doubting ourselves. Mm -hmm. We don't always necessarily have that clarity. Yeah. And so you need someone in your world that is asking you those questions mm -hmm. to help you bring the clarity. Yeah. Um, because like you said, clarity can bring confidence, right? Yeah. And so, but you have to first get that clarity from somewhere yeah. and we don't always naturally yeah. have that ourselves. And you know, you can, you can get knowledge from a coach too. A coach, uh, you know, my coach, uh, he gave me all the books to read. I love to read, so that wasn't a problem. Um, 
And, and he filled me with knowledge through these books um, and introducing me to these books. So a, a coach can introduce you to the knowledge, but you can take classes. You can take classes to get the knowledge. And when you, when you have that knowledge, you feel more powerful. Absolutely. And I think just having that healthy balance of knowledge and action is so mm-hmm. important, right? Because I think yeah. that's what you were alluding to before. If you are just soaking in all this knowledge and knowledge 24-7, that's great. And yet if you're not putting it into practice, you're not as likely to retain that long term yeah. or to see, those, see and feel the results. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's a process. So when you, when you have clarity around what's, what's going on, you know what knowledge you need to seek. Once you have the knowledge, you can go put it into action and get that experience. And then you're prepared for what's to come. Absolutely. I love it. I love it too. So if you, you know, in some of your recent coaching conversations, if a client wasn't sure if their biggest opportunity was mindset or skill set, you know, what are some things you might ask them to think through? Yeah, I would, I would ask them point blank. Well, what is your skill set? What are you good at? And if, if it comes pretty easily, then you know that it's probably not a skill set issue. And then I would ask them, okay, what is your mindset or what are your, what are your thoughts surrounding X, Y, Z? And if each client is going to be different because they're going through different things, right? They're, they're struggling. Sure. Their struggles are different. And so I would say, okay, well, what are your thoughts on X, Y, Z? And I would, I would observe. I don't know how you do it. I observe and I listen and I will look listen for, for what's not being said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I will look for patterns. Um, and sometimes when people say stuff, they're actually saying a whole lot more than what they think they're saying. And so I will listen. And just in conversation, based on, and, and if you're face-to-face with them, watching their body language, when you ask them, like, what is your skill set, you can, you can see, and you can hear in their voice, too, um, how confident they are in whatever skill they're talking about. And so that, that's helpful for me, too. But it's a lot of reading the person and reading their words and reading into their, into their words to determine that. And then I, w- I would flip it, right? I would flip it and I would say, okay, so you told me that your issue is skill set, you know, on X, Y, Z skill. And yet we spent the majority of our time focusing on how you don't feel you're capable of X, Y, Z or, you know, and I would, I would point out, you really just spent the majority of the time speaking about mindset. So is it skill set or mindset? And I, I use that example because it was a real example. And, and so that's, that's an easy example to use. But it's, it's different every time. And so it's, it's really the key is in the questions to figure that out. Uh, but your job is, as a coach is to walk them into that so that they realize it themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Ask them the right questions to help them move forward and figure yeah. out what that is. Um, let's talk about accountability. Isn't that like everyone's favorite thing? No, everybody <laughs> hates accountability. Um, as a matter of fact, like, uh, you've held me accountable in some areas and it's uncomfortable, super uncomfortable. Why do you think that is? Why is accountability uncomfortable? Why do people just kind of crawl in a corner, walk out of the room? Why do they not want to be held accountable? Well, I think it's a lot of things. I think one of the main reasons is, you know, when somebody's held accountable, you are basically saying, hey, this is an area you need to work in. You're exposing a weakness. And then you are changing that conversation to be about them taking action in that area. And when everybody's posting their little Instagram stuff or their little Facebook stuff um, about how wonderful things are going in their life and in their business and on their team or whatever it is, 
and then you expose an area of weakness, all of a sudden they feel like a a, a phony, a, a fraud. They they have and and then it requires action of them. Yeah, and they're and afraid e- of that. Exposing the weakness can be uncomfortable, and yet it's if insecurity. You, yeah, it's insecurity, and if you don't expose it, and if you don't get to the root of it it's unlikely that you'll be able to build those new habits to, you know, correct it or get it back on track moving forward. Um, but when it comes to accountability with mindset, yeah, um, that's huge yeah. because I can tell you that, you know, I have people in my world, you're one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done that for a lot of other people. I will just listen to what they're saying and listen to conversations. And if you don't have people in your world like that, that are literally calling you out in the moment. Yeah. You know, so what I just heard you say was X, Y, and Z, and yet that conflicts with X, Y, and Z, or A, B, and C. Right. Right? Like, or what could you do about that? Like, I'm not going to allow you to stay stuck there. So I think that having accountability when it comes to your mindset um, is huge. Yeah. And, and sometimes that accountability is in the form of questions. Sometimes that accountability is, okay, I've asked you enough questions, and you're... <laughs> You're deliberately not answering the way that you know that you need to. You're not being honest. So I'm just going to tell you, I need you to show up. Yeah. And that's happened, right? We, yeah. we have to, we've, we've done those conversations too. And like, okay, but I, you need to do this. And that, that happens when people are being stubborn. Yeah. We aren't that though. No, we're not. We're never stubborn, Never right? stubborn. <laughs> never we don't stubborn. ever have to call each other out on that, right? Like, that yeah, doesn't sound no. like something we've no. ever experienced. But it's funny, though, too, because, like, there's also times where, like, you and I have done this. Like, we have had the same conversations with each other, right? And then over and over and over. And then we hear it somewhere else. And it kicks our butt. Then it just like clicks all of a sudden, yeah. right? As if as if someone hadn't already said that to the other person. Yeah, right? and it's so <laughs> the best part is when you come to me and you're like, so you know, I had this conversation, or I saw this video, or I read this thing in a in a book, and I'm like, never heard cool. that before. So the past six months, I've been saying that you just ignored <laughs> me. Like, is that what I'm hearing? Like, <laughs> no, not at all. But accountability is hard, it and is. and the reason I bring that up is because accountability is also timing affects accountability and a person's headspace will affect how willing they are to accept accountability. And I think that's a key component to coaching. Like coaching is, I mean, you have to have that right mindset to even receive from a coach, right? And um, if, if you are in a stubborn mentality or if you're not, if you're so broken that you're not ready to receive that information, um, coaching is going to uh, probably break you even more rather than build you up. Yeah, you've definitely got to be open and ready to receive the hard questions, the thoughts, and someone really pouring into you at a high level. Yeah, no, and it's it's hard, but it's been one of the most rewarding experiences in my life, and it's pushed me more than anything else has pushed me. And I'm so grateful for you as a coach. I'm grateful for Matt as a coach, um, and. I, I will forever surround myself with the coach mentality. It's it's hugely important in keeping my mindset on track. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. So we agree that mindset is probably one of the biggest factors in your personal success. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Because it is an attitude 
that you are completely in control of. Completely in control of, and it's a choice, an attitude and a choice. Your mindset is an attitude and a choice. And at any moment, you can redirect. I love that. I love that. All right, guys. Well, we are done for today. That's all we have for you. That was pretty heavy stuff. So we'll give you a week to digest that. And until next time, go make your way.